Hi there, Kerry here, founder of Kids in Harmony and the Calm Parent Collective. It's great to be here today talking to you about praise. And not all praise is created equal. And one of the biggest challenges um, we face as parents and, and carers of children is wanting to nurture their self-esteem, wanting them to be our children, to be confident and grow up as confident adults, wanting them to have high self-esteem as children and wanting them to grow up with as high self-esteem adults. And what what self-esteem brings is resilience, um, an ability to share your gifts with the world, an ability to cope with your mistakes, an ability to seize opportunities, and um, very much growth, uh, self-esteem and growth mindset uh, go hand in hand. So when we're, we're encouraging and motivating children, what tends to happen is we want them to feel good. And when we want them to feel good, we want to use, we use encouraging words and motivating words to encourage them to keep doing what they're doing if we approve or if we are happy with what they've done. And that's where the good boy and the good girl and the well done phrases come in. It's not um, because we, uh, we think we're doing anything wrong or we think we're... Um, uh, we'll start that again. What what it what the well done and good girl and good boy phrases do is we think, or we were uh, told somewhere along the line, or taught somewhere along the line, that when you say when you encourage and motivate, you can do it with those phrases. And I'm here today to share with you that those phrases are like white sugar. They have a quick hit. They have a feel-good response at the time, but they last as long as sugar in the psyche, in the mind, and they are as addictive as sugar. So what good girl and good boy and well-done phrases do is it doesn't teach children what they've actually done and it focuses more on the person more on you saying that the child is good or the person is good rather than describing what you want to encourage and what you want to motivate so if it's getting a bit confusing stick with me stay there i'll explain it out a little more when you use good boy and good girl and well done, generally they're a reflex. There's something we do without even thinking about it. It's taken me years to stop the reflex of going to say good boy, good girl, well done. Years and years. I still go to say it and sometimes I still say it. And if you do, and if you're in the beginning journey of trying to actively avoid um, this sort of meaningless, um, empty praise, then just add on, add on to the the good girl, good boy, well done. So if you say, good girl, then add on, good girl, you washed your plate at the sink. Thank you for helping me. 
And you can see in the add-on that what you're focusing on is the process. And in Growth Mindset, Cheryl Dweck's Growth Mindset Research, focusing on the process helps to encourage and motivate those behaviors that you want for your child long term. When you go, when you choose good girl, good boy, well done, you are evaluating your child's outcome. And that's the probably the biggest part that is unhelpful because we all know for a two-year-old pouring a glass of water, if we focus on the outcome, we're going to be very frustrated and we're going to lose our patience, it's not going to be pleasant and the learning environment may be anxious. So when we focus on a two-year-old pouring a glass of water, if we focus on the process, we have more understanding, more realistic expectations, we're less evaluative and we're more encouraging and motivating the process. So we will say things like, keep going, you spilt a little bit of water, that's okay, you can clean it up. Oh, I see your focus pouring that water in. You've improved out of sight with all that practice. Rather than, good girl, you've poured the water, good girl, look at you, keep going, oh, keep trying, keep trying, good girl, oh, wow, you're fantastic, oh, fantastic job. So, I can hear myself saying it because I've said it millions of times um, in the early years of my son's life, thinking I was elevating his self-esteem, thinking I was doing everything I could to help him be confident, um, thinking I was praising him, building him up to be strong and resilient. And what the empty praise or that white sugar praise does is it it may look like it fills him up but it gets him to firstly rely on being told he's good and secondly creates a little bit of anxiousness around disappointing so with good and bad you it's black and white there's no shades of grey, the, the, the child or the adult or the employee, employee is either good or bad, then it's a bit of a scary world to live in. So a great way to start is think of the add-on. Write it on, write it on a piece of paper, add-on, because I swear to God, now that you've heard this, you will catch yourself so many times going to say good girl and good boy and not because you want to, um, not for any other reason than you want to build your child's self-esteem up, help your child be strong and confident. You, 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 it's, please don't be harsh on yourself. You don't know what you don't know. I didn't know what I didn't know. And my parents didn't know what they didn't know. Great parents, they didn't know good boy and good girl would, would create a approval-seeking junkie. Um, so keep focused, try to, try to keep focused more on the add-on than stopping doing what you're doing first. So to, to, it's like a, a two-step process. Start with the add-on. So add on to the good boy, good girl, and um, 
well done and fantastic phrases or if you wanted to like me <laughs> set yourself a challenge try and go cold turkey um, it's hard uh, and try and actively avoid it completely and um, be gentle on yourself and you know and, and notice notice those shiny eye moments when you focus on your child's process and not the outcome notice your child's posture and presence when you see their virtues and their strengths and you voice them to them I see your confidence when you're walking up to say hello to your friend I noticed your friendliness when you smiled at the lady at the shop thank you for carrying the groceries upstairs from the car I was so tired it really helped me rather than good boy good good boy thank you fantastic job thank you good girl well done Woohoo! well done you did it you can see that instant white sugar praise fix and you can see why we get hooked into it it gives us that really good positive emotion however with more meaningful praise with growth mindset praise with encouraging and motivating praise we want our children to have that intrinsic motivation that they're kind because it feels good on the inside not that they're kind because they get a sticker or kind because they get a good girl and a well done so I hope this has sent your little brain or some of you your little brain into a, a tears of oh my god I had no idea I hope this has validated some of you that you're on the right track if the long-term intrinsic motivation is what you're you're looking for I hope it's inspired those of you who love growth mindset and want more of it but not sure how to language it and a big part of growth mindset while templates and 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 creativity is wonderful for me it's about how we language it in our day how we deliver those templates how we guide those templates how we how we language our everyday um, actions and living so and for those of you in early in the journey with little babies um, this is a great foundation to start with and, and you'll start off nice and fresh without having to retrain your brain to say and language things differently. So that's an over and out from me and if you have any questions or if this has sparked any curiosity, come join me on the Calm Parent Collective um, community Facebook page. It's an amazing uh, community of parents and educators in there and we can have that conversation. Otherwise, have a wonderful day. Enjoy your children and let's power up self-esteem, confidence, resilience, growth mindset together. Ciao for now. Hi there and welcome to today's Power Up Parenting Session. It's a pleasure to be here. My name is Kerry Spina and today we're going to talk about choice guidance discipline approach. I created this method or step-by-step -step method over the past 10 years 
And in the last five years, I've put it into a way that parents can learn how to do it how to put connection and choices at the forefront of their parenting so that they can raise resilient, kind and connected children. So a lot of the times people know why choices are important, mainly because they have a really big awareness of the cause and effect of their own choices over the years. So why would we want to raise our children to become effective choice makers? Why is it so important for children to understand that the choices they make have a cause and effect and that this cause and effect helps them with their natural consequences, which ultimately in the end helps them with their personal responsibility and also helps them with their self-confidence, their self-esteem, their self-worth and their self-belief. So here we go. Here are the nuts and bolts of the choice guidance discipline approach. The choice guidance discipline approach is a connected based parenting approach and the whole idea is that it helps you to shift struggles to put choices and connection at the forefront of raising your child. And what it is is a step-by-step process so it helps you to choose connection over control and when you choose connection over control then you can raise a resilient cooperative child who can over time and with time and practice can learn to make effective choices in their daily lives so mostly it's about giving choices, making choices and noticing choices. It's about understanding that all choices have consequences and we can be responsible for our choices and the consequences that go with them. So first of all, for, first of all I really need to be super, super clear. It's not about allowing your child to be free range. So often people think, are frightened or are a little fearful around giving too many choices because they think their child will go rogue or have no sense of self-discipline or no sense of self-regulation or run amok and, and go wild or be behaviourally challenged because they've just given free will. The choice guidance discipline approach does the opposite to this. So in a nutshell, It's about choosing choices, not control to shift power struggles so that you can empower yourself to nurture your child's growth mindset. So to nurture your child's awareness that they can be trusted, they will make mistakes. You can hold them through these mistakes. And what happens when you do this is that you set clear boundaries. You set clear, healthy limits around what you value for your child and the inequalities that you want to encourage. So it's not about everything's a choice. With the choice guidance discipline approach, you work out very quickly that some things are not a choice. And for us as adults, one of those things is driving on the left-hand side of the road in Australia. We, We are unable to do that or someone would be injured or killed. It's dangerous and it's illegal. So we know that we are not to drive on the left-hand side of the road. Whereas if I thought I had all the choices in the world, I, I would be tempted and risk 
driving on the right-hand side of the road. So you can see that with your child, it's the same thing. Not everything is a choice. And with the choice guidance discipline approach, we help children understand their, their daily choices that are theirs to make and the boundaries we want to put in for them so that they have those healthy limits in their life and they can eventually set their own limits for themselves. So many parents know how they don't want to parent their child. That is a given. I've been a parent educator and mentor for over 15 years and most of the parents come to me. They know full well. They're conscious parents knowing exactly what they don't want. And generally they come to me because they've been parenting or trying to guide their children and it's just not feeling right for them. There's something missing. So they know what they, they know they don't want to yell, nag and control, whinge, complain, blame. However, we can get a little unraveled in how to break that habit, especially with overwhelm, sleep deprivation, and a big long list of things that can affect our own self-regulation and learned behaviours. So what the choice guidance discipline approach does is it gives parents a way to be with connection and choices. It gives like a little bit of a blueprint on how to do it and the words to say. It's like a, it's, it's like verbal skills training. So often we don't know what to say and this, the choice guidance discipline approach gives you really clear, effective, empowering phrases that can help bring your child's awareness to self-awareness and to the choices they're making to build confidence to build trust or self-trust to and to build that mutual relationship of love and respect so in a nutshell again choice guidance gives you connecting language that lays the pathway to a power with approach or what I call a power with mode for your child in the decision-making process, rather than powering over them. So power with teaches you to fear less and let go to allow your child to make their own mistakes. And when they make their own mistakes, they can learn from them with your support. So it allows your child, your child to control the process and the outcomes of the choices that they make. And this is a super empowering thing for both of you. So effectively using the choice guidance discipline approach cultivates inequalities that you want for your child right now. So if you start now and in and through their developing years into teenagers and adults. And throughout the step-by-step process, you will experience a whole approach that enables you to focus on how you handle your child's challenges and your own and it develops social and emotional skills and fosters those positive and healthy relationships we all crave and and want in our life. So what is the choice guidance discipline approach as far as a model for your child? You get to be the change you wanna see. You get to speak in a respectful, caring and confident way. You get to set healthy boundaries without losing your shebang. Although I can't, you know, no one has immunity to that. We're all human and it will happen, but it will happen less and less. And when it happens, you'll have tools to be able to repair and reconnect a lot quicker than you did before. So the choice guidance discipline 
approach gives your child the language too and the skills, so the communication skills, and also the opportunity to make choices, to build upon their choice-making muscle. If children aren't given choices, they can't learn the art of giving choices. They can't learn as they go, so that when they're teenagers, when they become 13, 14, 15, choosing their subject selection, or getting in a car with a drunk drink driver, they won't understand that they've got options. So when a child is raised with choices, they know that they have options. They can think about their options, weigh them up because they know the cause and effect of what choices do and how they affect their lives. And really important part, it leads to independence and resilience, capability, contribution, so that they're interconnected and resilient, not just able to bounce back when there's a problem, but also to feel okay about it and persist with their passions. So when there's a big decision that has to be made later in life, our kids have got the skills to make them. And if they are struggling, they can come to a person they trust to help them with that choice. So I, for me, the choice guidance discipline approach empowers and rewards everyone long term. So it's three dynamic parenting practices. It's a language. The language, it's a whole parenting approach, starting with the way you respond and speak to your child rather than react and yell at your child, trying to get them to behave or do what you want them to do. It's less screaming, more patience, less whinging and more self-awareness. And all what this does is it gives you more joy, more energy, more self-care, more time for yourself and more time for your children. The second thing it is, is connection. Connection is at the heart of every relationship. It's an evidence-based approach to champion your child to become an effective choice maker, to nurture growth mindset, embrace their strengths, abilities and potential. And connection is underpinned by Brene Brown's quote, researcher and storyteller who says that connection is when we feel seen, heard and valued and we can sustain this connection over time. And for me, that sums up the choice guidance discipline approach. As our our child is born not knowing their body parts, their feelings, the world, and they grow into becoming adults. And in this time, they will make lots of mistakes along the way. They are learning and growing on and how to be the adult they want to be in their life. And we are part of that process and we want to be with them throughout their entire life. And the third thing it is, is discipline. And discipline means to teach, to teach and guide. We take a teaching and guiding approach in the choice guidance discipline approach. So we use a vari- I use a variety of positive discipline or connected discipline, choice guided tools to set boundaries, healthy boundaries and limits, to teach and guide the behaviours you want, you want and to eliminate the behaviours that you don't want with connection. And the advantage of the choice guidance discipline approach is you can start now. It is, it's never too late. It's never too young, baby, teenager, adult. No matter what age, you can start now. Wherever you are in your parenting journey, you can help your child understand what choices are and the cause and effect those choices have. One of the most rewarding benefits of the choice guidance discipline approach is it takes the pressure off you as well. 
You begin to trust your child to trust themselves, which is a motto I lived with when I started giving choices. I found it absolutely tricky, challenging. I had been micromanaging my son for the first three and a half years of his life, mainly out of fear, parental fear. I, I consider, I look back now and consider my, considered myself then as a helicopter with a, bella, with a bubble wrap chaser kind of parent, mainly out of fear. And then when I discovered choices, I realised I was parenting from a, from a gentle heart. I was a gentle parent. I was a values-based parent, but I was controlling him. And it had an impact on him and his resilience and his ability to cope with his own emotions. So when I started giving choices, it was my son was frightened to make them because he had no practice in them. So it's really important that you go gently with yourself and that with this step-by-step -step method, there's lots of ways that you can begin the practice with small steps. So I'm looking forward to sharing this, this approach with you. It's not a, it's, I, I, it's not a tool, a one-stop fix put out fire kind of tool. It's a way of being, it's a way of connecting, it's a way of communicating to raise an effective choice maker, to raise a resilient, kind and connected child. And it's great sharing this with you. I hope you're as inspired as I am to keep giving our children choices and to keep helping them to become the little person that they wanna be and that the adult they wanna be in their life. And signing off for now, it takes a village to raise a child and together we're better.